0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Letterman Lounge at the world-famous Rooster's Restaurant on Olentangy River Road in Columbus, Ohio. As Austin Ward would say, the most beautiful city in the world. Uh, Austin is not here. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. That's Justin Zwick. This is Nicole Cox and Tyvis Powell. Austin is in route or is already rooted or whatever. I'm not sure how that Routed, works. Routed. Rooted. En route. He's in, in route. Al, he's in Los Angeles getting ready for Rose Bowl stuff. Uh, so we're going to... Did
1: he leave the hotel today to get to the game on time? I think that's what you had. I do? think that's what I heard. Something about that out there. LA traffic or something, right? <laughs> you
0: know, we uh, we're 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 in game week we, right so it's been a while
2: since we said that
0: Sheesh. five days yeah. until the ohio state and utah rose bowl game we think uh the, the obviously college football is in another bit of its panic uh, over covid mm-hmm. uh multiple games canceled in the last few days how would you guys as players have handled a situation like, like you're you you're, you're already in california the team traveled to california on sunday how on earth could you possibly like take a game seriously if you aren't sure every single day that it's going to actually be played? See, I think, I think, well, due
2: to the fact that who our head coach was at the time, it would have probably been forced upon us. Yeah. He probably would have been on some like, "You guys got to stay in the hotel room and don't even go outside." Yeah. It, so it, you guys were, you guys were experts
0: them. on quarantine for a long, well before COVID. Absolutely, because, because he, for
2: yeah, he definitely would have. He'd have, he'd have made sure that it, if this game did get canceled, it wouldn't be because of us.
1: It's it's an interesting thing. Uh, I think once you get there. It's got to have a feeling like we're playing this game, right? I mean, it's, it's real. We are in this state. We flew across country. Yeah. Memphis, I, I guess you're just hoping that they don't test you on a daily <laughs> basis once you're there. Memphis right? flew to Hawaii last oh, week. Were they there when they? The, Listen, well, the I guess they was, had. The to, game right? was
0: Friday. I'll Memphis be, flew to Hawaii. I'm going to let you know something. And the game got canceled on Thursday night. I'm going to let you know something. They were probably like, mm-hmm. cool. Well, well,
1: they are like, let's go to the North Shore. <laughs> yeah, <if> I, <laughs> let's go this check shit. this
0: out. I fly all the way to Hawaii or
2: LA. Mm-hmm. Something going to get played. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know
1: what's going Some go going to get played.
2: Ain't no way. And I just flew all the way out here to just sit here. Are we yeah. going sightseeing? Are we going in the backyard playing a pickup game or something? Yeah, it's, it's an so, interesting it's so part. I mean,
1: you, you almost just have to go to every practice – Saying, man, if we do play, I gotta be ready to go. Right? <laughs> like if we do play, I got I can't put on film what was on film that last right. game we played. So I mean, I think that has gotta be at least for Ohio State. We guys.
0: are past the statute of limitations to talk about that game anymore, so we, we have to let it go. Is Nicole, that, you're you going are. to California on Wednesday, <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, how has the preparation been for you with the Roosters bull trip? And, and, you know, are you excited about that? Are,
3: Absolutely. I mean, we're excited. very excited. You know, as we've talked about on the show, I'm an anxious person anyway. But so I just want to make sure, you know, that everybody that everybody can go to the game, that everybody's able to come back home. But I, I mean... I know it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be great. It's just weird having all of these stipulations. And I think that just so many, I mean, the numbers here in Ohio have been so high lately. And it's just, I'm just hoping, so one of our winners actually, um, the friend he was going to take, his wife... Um, he's just not able to go anymore and it yeah. was such a bummer so he's able to take his mom which is great nice. so I just think for all of our people like I just want to make sure that this works out great for all of them which I know it will it's going to be awesome once we get there and again it, we're staying in Huntington Beach so even if the game isn't played Huntington Beach is beautiful yeah, the, the hotel we're saying its beautiful bad. like we can just hang out and we'll make the best of it as it's, always
0: it's still a pretty good way to spend New Year's Eve absolutely <laughs> for, for absolutely the Bowl winners so
3: it'll be a success regardless
0: now, as you look at this, the Rose Bowl is as again it is still on at this point. They have amended some of their media uh, availability. They're not doing the team wide media days to prevent you know whatever they're preventing in that instance. I don't know. Um, you know, but as a player, when you guys are preparing for a bowl game, how different is that this week? Because, you know, the last two weeks you've oh, yeah. been home, you had a- some bowl practices, but a lot of bowl practices, especially for the veterans, were really about the young guys getting reps. Mm-hmm. And then you get a chance to go home for the holiday. How hard is it to re-engage when you – are flying to, you know, for you, you know, whether you find to San Antonio one year mm-hmm. and you're flying to Phoenix another year, you're flying to New Orleans or wherever you guys are going. You know, how difficult is it to re-engage that switch?
2: Uh, the, OK, so I would tell you, I'll take you back to when we played Clemson in the Orange Bowl. You know, that year we flew down to uh, Miami and we had to practice when we got off the plane. that was just completely difficult because it's like man, you got this this two and a half hour flight or whatever it is and now you got to come out here and you want us to practice after that it was just difficult doing is, I've
3: talked about that the flying <laughs> it, you gotta take the flying into consideration yeah, man, it's you, hard on the body you can't. it's hard on the body you're
0: not supposed to fly through the air <laughs> <laughs> as this, people you
2: just that jet lag is real you really be like lethargic tired. went to Miami it was
1: on the same time zone <laughs> yeah. I know but <laughs> <because of> security, <laughs> it's
2: just
0: Wait,
1: is it's this why you guys were so tired that game Listen, <laughs> is that, that, that what, what it was doors blown off <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen,
0: but then, this, oh yeah oh. you guys single handedly allowed Clemson to wait, become a thing.
2: wait a minute. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't put okay? that on him cuz that's not really 100% true. Okay? okay. They they had some good players. Yes, they do. and we had some things happen towards the end of that game that Yes. Should have been should have went differently. I should say that way. It it was the higher ups, you know. Some some players should have been pulled from due to injury, but they didn't. But that's another story. But to to answer your question, we went to the Sugar Bowl and we did not practice uh-huh. after that. And we had a great week of preparation. Obviously, you know, it led to the success of the game. So I think locking back in after after holidays is not that hard because you're motivated to play. It's like okay, we've been sitting here for a whole month just. Messing around, at the having, Woody, Hayes, yeah, at the Woody just ugly outside. Yeah, 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 you know all that. Yeah. Now it's like we finally it's game week. Let's lock in. We finally got something to play for at the end of this week. So the locking in is not hard.
0: Do you yeah. think it's different for this group, especially because they've been so locked away from family for so long? Anyway, I mean, maybe it is harder to reengage when you've been away from your family, and then you finally get a chance to go home and see people.
1: Yeah, there, there's got to be something I, yeah, you know, I, to I, that.
0: I mean, you know what though. Tim, the way I used to look at it is this.
2: They them going home was really good for them because like you say, they haven't they've been locked away, they haven't been able to do it. But that's your that's usually typically the athlete's motivation is their family. So, you know, you to get to see your family, you know, they get to tell you, you know, the good and the bad that you're doing, and it's just when you see them, you know that why you know your why. This is my why, my family. So I want to go out there and put on a good show for my family and I think being able to see them and seeing how your family is cuz some people don't come from the best environment you know they might be going back home to poverty and stuff like that so to see them it probably motivated them and hit a reset button so now they're coming back and they're probably more focused to go out there and, and execute this game
1: yeah it, you know as far as getting out there you know I think that first practice and you talked about getting right off the plane and going to practice but not a good idea you know I think nope. that I think that first practice whenever it is right away or the next day is kind of like everything's new to you, right? You're going to a school or some high school that you haven't been to before. Yep. You know, you're in a little locker room. You, yep. got, you know, all, all that stuff is different. So you get that first day of practice, you're probably in shoulder pads. You just want to get you out on the field and get you going a little bit. After that, I think it's easy to say, all right, all right, we're here. We've seen everything that's new for us. We know where we're practicing. We know the... You know, the situation for the day, how it's going to work, buses to the field, field home, you know, all that, all that different stuff that you're just not used to. I think after that first day of being through that, I think then you can say, all right, we're hitting tomorrow. You know, we're, we're going full paths or whatever that may be. So I, I think that's when you kind of lock in that second day uh, of practice. But, you know, being in California is different looking outside than it is here. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that, that's got to be exciting and wake up and be like, oh, it's beautiful outside. Let's go out. And, you know, it probably gives you a little more energy <laughs> than, than looking juice. out the window here and saying, ah, oh, geez, I got to go outside or, today.
0: Yeah. It's funny, though, because you see, like like I said, the media day's canceled, right? Mm-hmm. But you still have the media obligations, like going to the Beef O'Brady. Oh, yeah. Wh- whatever. The beef Bowl. I read about, beef, about that this The morning. Beef Bowl and having to go see which team eats more prime ribs. I mean, then you still have to go to Disneyland or Disney World.
1: Which one is it? I think it's Disney World Man. out there.
0: No. Disneyland, Disney is, in Disneyland is in California. Disneyland yeah. is. Disney World. Well, you is still have to go to, to Disneyland. You got to get in the bus and go drive there for an hour, and then go there for fifteen minutes, and leave. It's just you. You telling me you wouldn't be excited to go to? Disneyland? I had to go to Disneyland uh, when we were. <laughs> he, in, when he we, hates the state of when California. We covered, <laughs> I, clearly, <laughs> when we covered the Rose Bowl in twenty eighteen for uh, you know the the final game of Urban Meyer's career, we were out there at the Disneyland thing. It was it was okay. You it, went on a couple. Oh, of rides. It was just okay. Them. What was I your favorite ride. ride? What was your favorite? You don't do rides. You didn't like to fly. He doesn't like I don't anything know. fun. I would. I prefer to keep my feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars.
3: <laughs> I'll stand right. <laughs> so you there don't even like fly is what no, you say.
0: No, yeah. <laughs> why do you think he's here, not out in California? <laughs> <laughs> if I could drive to California for a ball game, and if like Austin and Spencer, and them wouldn't freak out about it, I would absolutely do that. Oof. yo ah, You, you, that that way? Way. you, you fly.
3: I fly. I'm a better flyer now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, you wasn't for a while.
3: I yeah. I was terrible. Wow! Yeah, you
2: know, just go, to sleep. go, yeah. just go to sleep. You go and just go to sleep on a plane. What do you mean? You just say Jesus, take the wheel because, you just sit be, down. And just listen, listen, If things go bad, you sleep so you don't know. <laughs> you don't. don't know. I'm, I'm sure you'd
3: I'm, wake I'm, up. I'm not that
0: heavy. am <laughs> <I'm> not that <laughs> heavy of a sleeper. I'm yeah, I uh, yeah. I'm not that heavy of a sleeper. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, I think you you brought you brought up that orange bowl uh, against Clemson, and one of those things that. Happened that week, and it was really the first time that I can remember was a player opted out of the bowl game when Bradley Roby decided to unofficially opt out by <laughs> saying he was hurt. Or he was. He could have. He was hurt.
1: hurt
4: was he was hurt? Was he injured? <laughs>
1: He was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he was he, he was not injured. Well, due to
2: the he 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 suffered an injury in the Big Ten Championship. I don't know if he was a
0: hundred percent. not. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to put Mr. Roby on the spot, but you guys know he could have played. It was a business decision, right? So here we are. It's, it's game week. I think everyone sort of expected that Ohio State would have a handful of guys decide not to play. And as we talked about after the the Michigan game, it, it does feel like some of the guys on this team have decided hey we need to finish this the right way mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that everyone's gonna play i still expect a couple of names to to pop here in the next couple of days the guys that aren't gonna play it's not our spot to, to put those out there so let people handle their business their own way but this wasn't a thing when you were in no college. gosh
1: no <laughs>
0: <laughs> how how would you have you know how did how did this change so much None in 20 years? Is, I mean, you gotta be kidding me. How did this change so much in 20 years?
2: It really, it really kind of the first time I really seen it, where it was just like drastic. Was probably the year after I left college, like so the 2016 yeah. when we played uh, USC. 2017. It was that 2017 when we played? Yeah, because 2016 because I think Denzel and Nick
0: Bosa opted out, right? That would have been the 20... Nick would have been the the Rose Bowl in 2019. Was it? 18. Yeah, so Nick, that was his senior year because he got hurt. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> no, no. So 20... I'm, all trying, all I'm trying to think back to 02 <laughs> and 03. Like, <laughs> I can't do it. Let me like, oh. do the math for you. 2016, January 1, 2016 was Ohio State, Notre Dame at the Fiesta Bowl. December thirty first, twenty sixteen. So two bowl games that year was the uh, back in Fiesta Bowl against Clemson. That was thirty one to nothing beat down that Ohio. (laughs) Yeah, because of the Clemson team that you guys created. (sighs) Um, So then uh, Ryan Day and uh, Greg Schiano, those guys came in after that in the twenty seventeen year, and then that was the twenty seventeen game was a uh, uh, that was the Rose Bowl or that was the Sugar Bowl, no. What's what's the, Cotton Bowl against USC? Okay, yeah. Then then the Rose, I don't remember then the that the Rose game Bowl. At all.
2: Okay, well, put it to you this way: 2015, my last year against Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. We all played. We all knew who was leaving. We knew he's, we knew Zeke was leaving. D Lee, but it was that game that I think changed a lot of minds for. People. But we all, I said, we all played because of what happened
0: mm-hmm. to Jalen Smith in that game. Yeah, you're right. That man. I think, yeah, that's yeah you're right. What <laughs> Jalen Smith tearing up his knee in the first quarter of that game. Probably, yeah. Is, is probably why a lot so, of kids So that. So it's our fault again. Again, your fault.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that game, Joey Bosa, gets knocked, he gets kicked out after uh, hitting someone. He, he, yeah. Berm, he, Do you think he you did that on purpose? He
2: calls me a – Joey, we need to have a conversation because if you did that on purpose, we off the record, we need to talk about it no. because <laughs> you wiped one of my interceptions where I had a two-pick performance and one of them
0: got wiped away because of you. <laughs> if he, if, I'm not saying he did that on purpose, but if he did, that would be quite brilliant. It would have been smart, you know. Was it early in the game? Very early. Oh sport, yeah. yeah, he probably did. Business sport. decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how did it change this much I, in twenty years? Because
1: that that stuff was happening.
2: Because everybody fears injury. Throughout. They fear injury right now, and it's like, I mean, some some to some ass are you saying old heads didn't fear injury? No. I mean,
1: it's just a different, different time. Yeah, they did. We they, saw, Hey, when we got there, we signed up to play for four years That's as long as they'd have us. Yeah. And we played every game that we were supposed I, to play. Because, I mean,
2: it's because it's, you don't, for some people, you're so good. Like, your, your your future solidifies. So it's like, if I don't play this game, I'm not risking injury and they already seen enough of me. But now we're so seeing
0: it, that trickle down into high school. Do you see what you guys did? Mm-hmm. What is this? You're <laughs> It's a slippery slope. <laughs> now we're seeing kids in high school. Them guys. Them guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again. I, I'm all about. You playing. can't say us
1: because. Unbelievable. We (laughs) played.
2: Unbelievable. America, I
1: played. That is interesting because you you had the BCS game, right? Yeah. So all the other bowl games that these guys played for 20 years didn't matter, and they just kept playing in them. But I think what you're going to see,
0: I I honestly believe, uh, aside from just the sheer number of kids that are opting out of these bowl games that aren't in the playoff, now you're seeing how quickly bowl games can be canceled. And this isn't like Texas A&M. They, they, they said, hey, we're not going to play in our bowl game. And in the release, they said because of COVID, the season-ending injuries, transfers. So their entire roster is just like, yeah, hey, you know what? We don't want to play. Yeah, and it has, and it's not even about necessarily COVID. Nicole, like if you are running a team and you got 60 dudes that want to play in 25, like, nah, screw it. We're not going to play. I mean, I'm putting the 60 out there.
3: I, I think like listening to all of this, you can't we're gonna start just totally um, I guess, eliminating like college football because guys are af- afraid for their pro career, which I get. I get that, but at the same time, like you still have to perform in college that's what you signed up to do. And if guys I mean it is weird that guys are backing out and not being in a bowl game. I feel like that's when your college team needs you the most. Yeah. you know.
2: I, well, I think I just like it because it's it's against competition. Like right, I, yeah, I, the yeah. one I do criticize the CFP, but sometimes these bowl games be pretty even matchups. Yeah, like it's it's
1: power. a great matchup. Like you should want a team go you're out, not yeah. usually playing. It's your correct. fan base is yeah. going against somebody new, and and it's part of your it was job. The goal at the beginning of the season, hey, we want to do this, this, and this. You know, everybody wants to win the, the conference national championship. It doesn't happen for everybody. Yeah. So you go out and you play well. You get that bowl game. It was like a it's, it's a reward. A reward it's, for, man, all right, we had a decent season. We're going to, you know, the better bowl game you went to, the better the season you had you right. know, back when And was.
2: it's like the last time, for people that's opting out early, it's the last time you're going to play with your teammates. Yeah. So it's like, I want to go out there and rock with my boys
0: one last time. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what we did. That's, I'm a cynic, right? So I look at the Texas A&M situation, and I think to myself, uh, they could have said on – December first, you know what, we're not going to play in a bowl game. But instead, they got all their extra mm-hmm. bowl practices. <laughs> yep. They got to and they got their swag, they got probably. All their swag. <laughs> and then they're like, nope, we're not going to play. And then you cost another team an opportunity to to have that experience. A team that maybe wasn't a top fifteen team all year long. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you saw how quickly Rutgers jumped in to play oh, yeah. against Wake Forest. I mean, they're like, hey,
1: we're jumping at the bit. We'll these, go play in the show. Oh, we'll.
0: These, these mm-hmm. kids that are building programs that need to be built still. Are dying for those opportunities and i exactly. think it's, i think it's really kind of absurd that i think you know we're obviously heading in the world of a totally different era of college sports coming down the road even with name image and likeness and all the all the things that are going to come with that as far as probable unionization and all that stuff that comes with it there's going to be contracts right yeah so you're going to be told you're signing up for this and you opt out oh that's a breach of contract and then what happens i mean it's going to be a I just, man, I don't like the way it's going.
2: It's not it's, good. It's a different day and age, you know, but I mean, i tell you what. What college football has done than previous is that the players have more power, I feel like. I mean, they they getting these deals now. They don't want to play in games. They don't have to play in games, and... Like I say, you probably be right. They might have to put it on the contract where it's like, "Listen, season didn't go
1: good. <laughs> I'm getting out. Yeah. You know, I didn't play as much as I wanted to. I'm just leaving. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's insane. If I don't get my starting
2: position, my starting spot, yeah. you came to my you came to my house as a
1: recruit and told yeah. me that I'll
2: be starting and I'll be playing. Yeah. for this team, if I'm not playing by
1: this touch this time, I'm transferring. Okay, coach, I got yeah. By <laughs> next year, I got to be starting this. Or I got to play this much or my contract that I signed over here for Do my name, and image, image, and likeness it, it goes out the window. The game Scary.
0: ultimately is still about football, right? It's Ab- supposed to be. And it's it's more and more about other stuff. And that's why like you look at the Ohio State fan base heading into this Rose Bowl, I guess we should talk about that still. Yeah. Um it seems like there is a a, a good percentage of the fan base that's like, eh, who cares? Yeah. But like, do you feel that way? No, I'm excited to watch it. Do you feel that way? I'm excited. Do you feel that way? I'm watching
2: it 100% because I need to know, moving forward, what we got. And
3: Mm -hmm. I think, too, I feel like all of us should still be in the mindset just to be so grateful that there is a bowl game, you know, that fans can go to, fans can attend because – you know, a year ago, we didn't have that option, so...
0: Yeah. There are not going to be a lot of Buckeye fans in attendance if you look at the, the ticket sales. It's like 70 to 30. They're, we, they're expecting back roughly lot, right? 70% Utah fans. And again, when you look at the extenuating circumstances around COVID, around travel to California right now, which yes. is... Uh, I mean, the amount of money that it costs to fly to California right now is ludicrous. Stay there. Um, <laughs> the, inside of the stadium, I think you're still forced to wear masks in the crowd, even though it's outdoors. <laughs> Ah, uh, you have to be vaccinated to get in. I mean, there's a lot of things that a lot of people are like, "Hey, Man. this isn't worth it for me to make that sort of trip." <laughs> it's like that for, for
1: a game that Different doesn't world. matter, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I think that where you, know, you say it doesn't matter. I mean, I grew up where the granddaddy, you know, it was the granddaddy, I was, and, that, and that was that's what I think we would too. sit down I did every use
0: air quotes. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would sit down, you know, every New Year's Day and. The Rose Bowl came on. It was a Big 10, you know, Big 10 team playing in it. Whether it was Ohio State or who, who whoever, we always root for the Big 10 during bowl season. It wasn't Ohio
0: mm-hmm. State very often. No, it
1: wasn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, you root for the Big 10 just because you want to you want to see you know, our conference go out and do well against other teams. Uh
0: It's actually crazy when you think about how infrequently Ohio State's been in the Rose Bowl considering the success of the Buckeyes have. Well,
1: it's the same thing with the, you know, coach 19, coach of the year.
0: 1984, 1997, 2018. Like it's been it's not a. Then we go.
2: Did we play Oregon with Terrell Prime? 2010. Okay. Correct. So, so, so in the past decade, it's only been two times,
0: twice. And so in the past three decades, it's only been four times. Jeez. And you certainly good problem. It's, though,
1: right. I mean, it, it is. I mean, it, it is. You're a going point. to play. Yeah, a, you're yeah. going to play in a different game for a different <laughs> reason. You know.
0: Let's talk about the game for a minute, Nicole. Yes. What young Buckeye? Because we're just going to assume it's going to have to be a young Buckeye. It's a bowl game. It's a bowl game that doesn't doesn't matter this is an opportunity for for young buckeyes to step up and cement themselves as future stars as the guy to know for next year the you know the nfl buzz the heisman buzz all that stuff obviously cj stroud's a heisman finalist who's the guy you're expe- excited to watch play and and see uh, on the field again after a month and
3: well Let me just say this season has been the most fun for me to watch because I just have loved watching all of these guys grow and each game getting to see them improve, which is fun instead of them just being at this high level of just being great all the time. Um... It's just been neat to watch them improve every single game. And so I think, you know, especially this year, Travion Henderson. I'm very excited to see him in the bowl game. I'm excited to see what the future holds for him and just watching him and how absolutely amazing he is this past season. And he's healthy now. Um, So I think that's, you know, but I'm just excited to see the game in general too. So I
0: think with Travion – as she alluded to being healthy, I mean, he got dinged up pretty bad mm-hmm. in the Penn State game, and yeah, it didn't really, it never kept him off the field, but it you didn't could feel see,
1: like he got hurt because
0: yeah, you could see that he wasn't the same player in Michigan game. I think you finally started to see him get closer to full speed, yeah. Um, even though the Buckeyes didn't utilize him much in the run game, in the little the screen game and that stuff where they should have done that all day long, but yeah, they should have whatever. Um, <laughs> the, the the um. You saw that burst there, and yeah. I think you look at a kid like that and you get him a, a month off a chance to rest up. Uh, I do think you're going to see a big game from from trade. Rest out. is key,
3: too. Rest is very important. <clears throat> it's very important. Breakfast is. and rest. I agree. Breakfast? breakfast uh. I think breakfast is very important. Don't say that because yeah, I don't breakfast. I didn't eat I,
2: breakfast. I, 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 I ate dinner.
0: That's all I eat. Let every, me ask you guys a question. Week. Do you think that breakfast was just unceremoniously labeled the most important meal of the yes. day without yes. science? Yes. I really do. You do. Think, do you yes. think the
1: food pyramid was just thrown out there? I mean, we don't uh, use that I anymore. I really do. Science
2: changes. You know what the most important what bread are you eating you, in you the know what the most important up? meal of the day is? Whatever the first one you eat Which is bread? Mm-hmm. No I mean, Some okay. people wake up like okay. I need- YouTube
0: commenters oh. I need your Whatever opinion. What if you wake up <laughs> What if you wake up
3: at 11
2: o'clock? What is the
0: most important meal of the day?
2: The first one you eat Which could be lunch
1: It's dinner for mm-hmm. me
3: but then you go to bed right after. <laughs> like, Are you? you I,
1: I, I, I eat between 6 and 8 at night. So every he's day. an intermittent fasting guy.
3: Okay. And you don't I wanna, eat all I day? I want to
2: try that. I, I have
1: two cups of coffee in the morning. It's I'm I've tried it. I'm grouchy. You know, I, I snack. It. I eat lunch every day. Now now it's then, a but, popular so diet I don't, So
2: what time do you... This is
1: Hold on. This this
2: is, this is has nothing to do with anything.
1: What time do you wake up at the it? 6, 6.15. So you go 12 hours. Have a cup of coffee. Work out. Cup of coffee. Go to the Go to the office. I don't know. And (sighs) eat dinner around, you know, six to eight. I'm
2: going
0: to try. So they eat only between six. uh, So the intermittent fasters, they only eat in the specific window every single day, the same window. 1st I'm I'm, I'm I'm probably
1: more an extreme. I mean, (laughs) when you do the apps, like Schlegel used to have an app, he would do, you know, they, there's ones where it's like twelve off or twelve off twelve on, you know. So my two hour one is not yeah. scientifically proven. I just that's how I do but it. But twelve on twelve off seems kind of weird to me because well, oh, I'm gonna
0: eat. That's probably I, normal. I'm gonna eat anything I want between eight and eight. That's a yeah, well, that's what most people normal do. Normal person. Yeah,
1: I'm just saying the two hour thing is just how I. It's just how it works for me. Who are you interested to see? Uh, I got two guys. Uh, of course, C.J. Uh, Stroud. I think course, you've seen course. some of those pictures of him at the Heisman. Which is like he's just staring holes through people, yeah. and I want—I'm excited for him to come out and just have a day. I, I think he probably had a little fire lit underneath him, and just how everything went out there, even though he was a finalist, and that's great as a freshman, and you know he had a great year, all that stuff. But I just think there's—I think he's going to want to prove a point and come out here and, and have a great day. And then on the other side of the ball, you know somebody that we've seen a lot, Steel Chambers. I think he's going to be—I think he's going to have a game because they're going to yeah. want to run the ball, and they got uh, you know four or five guys that. Or averaging, you know, five yards carry, you know, at, at times, and he's going to have to have a good game. So I'm, I'm excited to see him fly around and uh, show this new running backs turned linebacker how it gets done. So it's a hot game State. for C.J.
0: Stroud. Who's your guy? The front seven. Okay. On
1: defense? Just all of them. All, on
2: both
0: sides? I love it. Front, both <laughs> yeah.
3: sides. Yeah, on both sides. Yeah. Listen,
2: yeah. they've been criticized for the past month, i say, mm-hmm. about their physicality and is this a tough team or not. And, you know, we hear reports that saying that, you know, practice has been so physical and I think they want to get out there. and They want to show the world that this is a physical team. I think that right there will ease the mind of all Buckeye fans moving forward going into next year that, you know, maybe the team up north just out-schemed us that day, but it wasn't a physical thing. Yeah. I think they want to Put that on on notice that they are a very physical team, and with Utah being considered a physical team, it'll be a great chance for them to see where they're at. So I'm interested to see the front seven. I want to see if our offensive line can create holes for Travion Henderson, and I want to see if
0: our front seven can stop their physical run. For me, I, I expect the young receivers to play a lot, and I don't even necessarily mean Jackson's been the jig, but I think this is the first time we're going to see Julian Fleming, Omeka Ibuka, and Marvin Harrison Jr. really get a lot of run. Whether or not Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson play, whether or not they, if if they're there, I, I don't expect them to play much mm-hmm. at all, even if they do travel and, and end up uh, you know making the trip. But I expect you see those guys really step up, and I'm especially excited to see Emeka Okafor because I think he's a different type of wide receiver and that different burst that we really haven't seen. And to me, he's like Terry Glenn fast, and you maybe a little too old for you guys, but. Uh, too old for
1: you guys. I maybe. Mean, hold on. Maybe, wait, him. Hold on, maybe, maybe I, I, him. I don't
0: know. I, I'm not. A, I don't know the
2: Ohio State Terrier, but I do know the Dallas Cowboy Terry Glenn. So I want you to go back. <laughs> I ain't that young. I guy. want you to go <laughs>
0: watch 1995 Terry Glenn. I'm gonna go look. It's on YouTube. Yes, he was. It was the single best receiver season that any Buckeye has ever had, and he was just, impressive he was just I got look different, up now. Different, different different than anyone you've ever seen play and, fly, and you add a, a Buka reminds a you Buka reminds me of
2: I just want him to return
1: oh. kicks this game right? because we I feel like we were missing that here towards the end of the season I think he was you're, the explosiveness you're talking about he was showing that on those kickoffs so he's healthy i expect some of that or prediction
3: what's what Spencer what's the line for the Rose Bowl uh, what Spence? Okay, I'm. At, this might not be. I was just then thinking he just about throws it. Out a number How about then. Oh, seven
0: and a half? <laughs>
3: How about twenty three to thirty eight Buckeyes?
0: Buckeyes thirty eight. Utah twenty three.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Nicole say it. I,
3: I mean, guys, I'm thirty eight to twenty
0: three. Six point five is the
3: line. Okay, well, I'm not anywhere so that near that, but I'm gonna. I'm, <laughs> that's just to what be. I'm gonna it, say. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. A two score. It's what came two-score from two-score my one. gut that hasn't <laughs> been right this year. Hey,
0: it's so a, it's, a, it's a comfortable win. Yeah. And uh, I think Buckeyes fans would be happy about that. You're going to be in California with 24 of them. Looking That's forward to your report from exciting. that. No. And on that note, we're going to let Nicole get out of here, and uh, we're going to take a brief break, get some more appetizers. Uh, it is
3: mini dogs. Mini
0: corn dogs.
1: Appetizer Tuesday.
3: Get in here tomorrow. $2. Yeah, we're we
0: surprised. $2 <laughs> appetizers tomorrow. And uh, we'll be back in a minute. Precision engineering. Rigorous attention to detail. A Bryant Evolution heating system is so well designed, it's as much of a joy to install as it is to use.
3: Good to go. For the dealer nearest you, visit
0: Bryant.com. We're back. Letterman live. Roosters on our tangy. Spencer Holbrook is now here uh, as opposed to Nicole Cox. Spencer, welcome to The Sheer. How are you? Good. Good. I think that there's a clamoring amongst the people out there for more FaceTime for Spencer. So no. I've heard that.
2: I, I've yeah. heard that too. See, I, th- I got to talk to Spencer on the radio a couple days ago. Man. It's nice to see you it in person.
0: Yeah, I
4: mean, it's it's better than, I have a face for radio, but it's better to see me in person, <laughs> isn't it, Tybus?
2: It is. I I, I can uh, understand your humor a little bit better.
0: It is
4: a bit here. dry. He's a
0: he's a touch dry. Spencer is. Uh, you know what else is dry? California, most of the time. Most of the time. That's a, isn't that your favorite state? I love it. Uh,
1: <laughs> Beautiful out there.
0: Uh, my it's right. People behind are amazing. Denial is my favorite state. <laughs> um, so we're we're talking Rose Bowl. It's here-ish, We think um, you know five days away. Spencer. You're like kind of the more of the X's and O's guy on the uh, Letterman Row staff. What do you think the biggest matchup issue is for Ohio State heading into this game?
4: It's the offensive line. And Ohio State's offensive line has to come to play. And if Ohio State's offensive line doesn't come to play, I, I, I really do think Utah can beat Ohio State. Ohio State has one of the three or four best rosters, top to bottom, 1 to 85, you cover it, in the sport. And it's not even close. It's Alabama, it's Georgia, and it's Ohio State, and then there's everyone else. But when Ohio State goes against the bigger, uh, you know, 300-plus-pound defensive tackles, the the better edge rushers that can also stop the run, like a David Ojabo, like an Aiden Hutchinson, when Ohio State tries to get to the second level against athletic linebackers, it really has struggled this year. You look at what happened when went against Oregon, struggled to run the ball, struggled to protect at times. You look at what happened, obviously, against Michigan. That tale has been written plenty of times in the last months. Uh, Devin Lloyd is one of the best linebackers in the country. It's hard enough to get to the second level on him. Then when you're, you know, no matter. what. I assume what, he
0: plays for Utah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> then. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> then, <laughs> I was putting it together. No. You <laughs> no, know. Yeah, We're just doing the math. No, I mean, uh, but but know. when you talk about trying to get to the second level onto him and block him up, when you have a 320 pound. You know, West Coast defensive tackle on you, like that is not an easy task. And I think Ohio State is going to struggle with that offensive line, or it's going to take it as a challenge and say, "What you saw against Michigan is not what what we are." Uh, you know, this is not a soft offensive line, but it's one that has struggled, and I think it can struggle again if it doesn't come to play. I it's tried a- to watch Utah twice this year,
0: and both times it was against Oregon. Yeah, I and both times I turned it off by the middle of the first. game. well, they because des- it was a blowout. And I might say they destroyed it. So them. I don't, under- I don't pretend mm-hmm. to know a whole bunch about their philosophy defensively but do they blitz the linebackers because to me that's ohio state's biggest issue the last couple of years is when you actively blitz linebackers against them that's a problem when you watch with penn state that's what they do very well that's what wisconsin does to ohio state all the time do they do that
4: i don't think they blitz as much as they just like they really understand the assignment and you know gap it, it sucks to, to put it into these kinds of terms, but gap integrity is really important. I think the safety will tell you that. If you don't have gap integrity, you got a safety trying to make a tackle. I, so, I stand by that 100%. So, <laughs> <it's approved. laughs> like, when you, when you talk about Ohio State trying to, you know, zone block a team that's really, really good at gap integrity being good, gap sound, like Michigan was. Michigan was really sound when it came to making sure every hole was filled, and so I think Utah has a good chance of giving Ohio State some headaches, especially early when the Buckeyes are trying to get a feel for the game. You always say the first quarter doesn't matter because you know everybody's trying to get a feel for it, right? I, I think Ohio State ha- has reason to believe Utah can give them fits in this game just because of the way the Utah defense, like, does not mess up. They do not give you free yards. But for you guys, I mean, the
0: first quarter may not matter in an average game. But knowing what happened in the last game, if you come out and get punched in the mouth mm-hmm. right away and don't respond, do you worry that the Ohio State front seven on both sides of the ball, as you said, could uh say, Hey, we're we're out. We're out of this one? If Ohio State gets punched in the yeah, mouth, and you, in the resp- first quarter, and you don't respond yes, right away. Yes. I think this is very important first quarter for us. Yes.
2: It I will one hundred percent feel like they fold their cards. Yep. Because it is that's the thing about the game of football. It's you either, and I hate to put it in these terms. You either kill or be killed. Okay, you can't just come out here and think you either gonna you either gonna go be aggressive or you just gonna take yeah. the like. It's, and I don't, as a man, I'm not about to sit there and just be a punching bag yeah. for somebody.
0: But I mean, you know, you know, understand what I'm saying? Like in a normal game, I think there's a little bit of that yeah. chess match in that first quarter. Yeah,
1: if it happens right away, maybe they're in the back of theirs, and whew, maybe we are soft. Yeah, maybe what, yeah, maybe, they, that's don't, what I'm maybe they don't bounce back from that because oh. God. Gosh! And the thing about this game is, in years past, when we play a Pac-12 team, or Pac-whatever they are now, whatever, how many teams? Pac-40. It? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Typically, you guys would say, what? Big Ten, we're going to pound them. Yeah. That we're more physical than they are. You know, that's how it's been. That's exactly what you You know, when we, when we played Oregon in the National Championship game. And that's kind of, we we overpowered them. We, we did what more, we wanted to. Way more of a physical team than them. So, sure. you hope the guys on the team don't have that idea in their head saying, <laughs> We're going to overpower these guys because this is a Pac-12 team that can come in and that can run the ball down your throat. Kyle Wiggins' team is not a finesse team. That's
2: that's funny that you bring that up because when we played Oregon in the national championship, that's what we said. We was like, oh, this is a finesse team. And they came out they they
0: was boom. I was like,
2: "Woo, okay, I got some respect for y'all. I don't know.
0: I never used this term correctly, but anecdotally, it's funny to, to think about it. I remember being at media day for that sugar bowl against Alabama inside of the Superdome. And we walked in there with media and all the teams are there. And I was like, Oh boy, that Alabama team is gigantic. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is a, uh, that is, big. this is not going to be Baby. fun and or easy. For big. And then two weeks later in Dallas, when Oregon walked in, I was like,
4: is this a high school game? <laughs> Yeah. It's like when Purdue walked on the field. Austin and I were standing on the field a few weeks ago, or I guess a month and a half ago now, when Purdue walked on the field, I said, Is this their basketball team? I mean <laughs> offensive line comes out on the field, you're like, Is that guy playing power no, yeah. forward? But it's been a it's been line. a lot of games where it's been like <laughs> But then Oregon went down the field
0: on that first drive against mm-hmm. you guys. Yeah. And and just straight <laughs> up punch you in the mouth. They running backs definitely
2: like I had a lot of respect for their running back. Both of them, Tyner and uh Freeman, they were they ran that ball hard.
4: But here's, the, here's how that kind of, I guess, equates to, to what we're talking about this year in the Rose Bowl is Utah has never been to a Rose Bowl. Utah finally got over the hump of winning the Pac-12. They beat mm-hmm. Oregon really badly. Twice. That is a motivated bunch. Going to be a home crowd, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. That is a very highly motivated bunch of guys. But the, the, and on the other hand, you have a team that should be playing for, I mean, really, if probably. they handle business, should be playing for a national championship on you know the the night before that and instead is going to walk into a Rose Bowl that is not a uh, you know home crowd like usually Ohio State bowl games are it, and you know there there will be we assume a couple opt outs uh you know the off season has already started you've replaced your defensive coordinator already some of these coaches are on the outs the motivation factor is the biggest key here okay. because if
1: that's just this a Utah, is the best their year could have gone, right? They get to the Rose Bowl.
4: This is the height of Utah football. Mm-hmm. This is the low point of the last decade for Ohio State almost I mean, compared for, by what people think Ohio State should be. And so the only reason I'm bringing all this up is if Ohio State gets punched in the mouth, you either have to use the motivation of hearing about the finesse versus uh, you know soft versus powerful team. You have to use the motivation of you know getting that taste out of your mouth. Or you can say, all right, Offseason's begun. Like, yeah. let's get to spring ball. And so Steve. there's just there's two paths Ohio State can take. And I and I, they are so so opposite. They are two roads. Listen, and
2: Yellow Wood. Listen, if they come out there and they get punched in the mouth in the first quarter, I I would I don't know what I would do because for the past month. That's, they've literally been hearing the mm-hmm. same thing. and
1: seeing those clips
2: getting knocked the on your butt. you know like, thing.
1: Like, there is
2: no way
4: you about to come out here and just get punched in the mouth again. And if you do, then the Utah first quarter <laughs> says a lot more about who you are than the Michigan mm-hmm. third quarter. I agree.
0: I agree. Uh, and be, cut, it, cut it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Spencer hits it
4: on the head. Boom. I agree. No, I really uh, – Yeah, no. No, I agree. Well, I, I can't even because, – Because in the Michigan third quarter, there was almost – pardon the pun because of what the weather was. It was a snowball effect. You know, Ohio State comes out, first three and out. Okay, you punt the ball. Michigan scores. It's 21-13. Ohio State – has a terrible possession again. Michigan scores again. You are absolutely on the ropes, and there is really no slowing that down with the home crowd. Mm-hmm. The Utah game, you are starting from square one. That's You've what I am saying. Plenty of motivation. Yes, and if you get punched in the mouth and don't it, respond, do you, is so
2: it's obvious. It's what it, it's we so know what much, it is. So much
4: more telling about the state of mind of all these guys. I agree. Than it would been than it was in the rivalry. One hundred percent correct. So let's fast forward. Ohio State has
0: won the Rose Bowl. <laughs> great, great win. The, <laughs> the the team has arrived back in beautiful Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their final season meeting on wh- how how long after the bowl game do you guys get together for the final time?
2: Uh, it's a couple of days. What happens then? You go. You get an exit meeting with your coaches. You know they tell you you know moving forward what you could do better, how your season went. You go over there with your coaches. You know you get a coach. Well, it ain't Coach Meyer no more. The head coach usually mm-hmm. gives the team a you know a, a pretty much a tell them how you did in the season, how we're going to move forward. And then that's it. You get about a week off, and then next thing you know, you are back into Coach Mix workout.
0: You guys weren't back that quickly twenty years ago, right? Mm. You guys had like a month off.
1: We had some time off, yes. Uh, you know, I remember we would do our, you know, kind of like an exit interview with Tress. Or he would have you fill out all the the goal sheet, or you know, all the things you did well, and you had to write in three little things in each little box, and go in and talk to him about it. Tell you, tell him why you wrote it down. You were like, "I want to get better talking to the media." <laughs> <laughs> you got to let me talk to him, coach. No, don't. <laughs> you don't let me. <laughs> They're asking for me. I know it. No, but uh, yeah, we we actually he and I had some we had some good conversations back then because I. By the time I was a senior, I was just telling him how I felt. Uh, and it was. I'm sure he appreciated that. Yeah, you know, it, it was what it was. But yeah, then he had some time off. I'll, I'll never forget after 03. When we we had Kansas State in the uh, Fiesta Bowl and Krenzel, and we had 14 guys drafted Kansas that year. Kansas State. Yeah, Kansas State. It was, it was a very good Kansas State. Really? Yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: L. Roberson. I got to do my oh, yeah. Yeah. research. I remember watching that game. Uh, L, L, L. 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 Roberson at quarterback. Somebody got in trouble Darren on their Sproul. team, though, right
1: before. Yeah, 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 Darren Sproles was there. Yeah, yeah Darren Sproles was the guy. The very good Kansas State. Yeah, team. so, I mean, so we, we come back to the Woody. Did we win? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And our, you know, we kind of do the team meeting thing, and it's like, all right, break up. We go into the quarterback receiver room, and it's just like, wow, this is this is weird, because yeah. you know it's like you know me and Troy, Santonio, Roy Hall, like we you know all the big dogs had left. Michael Jenkins was out, Drew Carter was out, Craig, Scotty Mack, like the room was just totally different. So it just had a different like, oh okay. And you're looking around, all right, this is this is it now. You know, it's our turn, it's our show. Like, and then you got to start because when you're when you're a freshman sophomore and you're watching these seniors do their thing, you kind of even though you're used to being the guy leading and doing all that because you played quarterback, you know, in my in my instance, you kind of take a back seat to those guys. Yeah. And so then it's like, ooh, now, you know, now we're here. So yeah, Troy and I are looking at each other like, which one is it going to be? You know, like, all right, now we start, you know, and now you we get into had, it. You
0: guys were at the point where early enrollees were just starting to yeah. happen. So Maurice Clarence, Yeah, Maurice
1: was the f- like the first one. The first one, yes. Uh, so um, it was
0: in your class. But you guys were at the very start of that. By the time you were there, I mean, that 2014 2014- – Season you guys had seven early enrollees with Raquan and JD and uh,
2: my year we had six it was me Mike Cardale Jacoby Bryante and somebody else I last year Ohio State up. had fifteen this year there will
0: <laughs> this year there will be another twelve is the plan when you have that many guys coming in mid year and you're losing twenty twenty some mm-hmm. dudes how challenging is it to instill what it takes to be a successful program when you have to basically indoctrinate 20 mm-hmm. percent of your team the first week that you're back from the bowl game
2: well see that's the thing coach mick does a great job with doing that and usually the incoming freshmen just kind of follow suit you know like when I, when it was my turn to be the leader of the secondary i mean it was me and vine and we did a great job of bringing people along i think that was the year we had uh malik and E. Smith, I think, was the two. Oh, you definitely
4: uh, Marshawn take for Malik then. Marshawn. No, it, uh, Marshawn. Was that on I, you? I get on that. We'll talk about <laughs> that later. Marshawn, Eric,
0: Ladd. Yeah, all of them coming Eric in. Smiths. So they
2: kind of, you know, they kind of just follow suit. But they, they were young and they was hungry, and that's what you got to take. You got to take advantage of that. You know, when the young guys and the freshmen come in, they're hungry, they're motivated. Don't nobody want to sit there and sit behind somebody. So you got to make, you got to really push them and try to get them up to speed because you never know they could be your backup and you could go down and you need them to go in and be successful so it wasn't no thing where we was like i fear for my job it was i want everybody to be strong in this unit because if somebody goes down our next guy up will be just as good
4: and i imagine it was probably hard to to try to bring freshmen along, when you also had your son trying to play quarterback, and you had to, you had to balance all.
2: That. I had a lot going on, you know. It was not, not college, a lot of guys. Not college. a
4: lot of guys have to be a parent. I'm, I'm telling
2: they're, you, they're listen, running. I don't get the credit that I deserve, man. Malik, <laughs> Cardale, had, you, you
0: raised everybody. Come on, people, build a statue. <laughs> I need to be right next to Woody like mm-hmm.
2: this, <laughs> Woody shoulder. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, that's a good spot as any to end this. Nick <laughs> and <Are not, thinking laughs> Rose Bowl picks? Let's go. Rose Bowl, <laughs> Ro- Rose Bowl. Leaning up against Woody at the Woody Hayes. Rose Bowl prediction. Jay-Z, what do you got? Oh,
1: Nicole could say 38 to 23. Yeah, that's correct. Or 20, she said 23 to 38. She hasn't learned this year. That's
0: all right. I tried. Nor should she.
1: Yeah. Ever. Never should. Uh, yeah I, I like that number. I like that uh <laughs> I, I guess not the number. I like the number in between. I, th- I think it can turn into that. I don't expect us to come out and get hit in the mouth and not react. I Obviously. think these guys are wanting to uh, want to have a better game, basically, and come down and you know, come out with a win on their last game. And, uh, gosh, I think CJ is going to have a day. I don't know if their secondary can, can, can hang with even our young guys if they're forced into to uh, get a lot of time. So I'm going 41-27. Mm. to
4: 27. Um I think Trayvon Henderson's going to have a really nice day. Okay. I I I do think this offensive line's going to take a little bit of uh umbridge. You know, okay umbridge with with what's been said the last few days. I think what you said. And I you know, <laughs> if they do get punched in the mouth, there's those two options. I think they'll take the uh the option of, you know, proving yourself. Okay. And so I think Okay. I think at the end of this, it's. I think it's going to be thirty four twenty seven. I think it's going to be a really fun game. Oh. I, I think you know Utah may have a, a chance to to tie it up at the end, but so six and a half is the
0: spread, and you're making a seven point prediction. You are mm.
4: no friend to the gamblers out there. I, I, I believe. <laughs> I believe, Jeremy, I'm right on the total as well, around like sixty one or 60.
1: I think it is around sixty. I did read something about yeah, that, that. Take the over. <laughs> right, what do you got? Uh, I'm going
2: to say, <laughs> I'm gonna say 45 Buckeyes. Obviously, <sighs> 45,
4: 17. Mm. Oh, you're you're going blowout. This they, is like
2: this. This the thing, okay? Because see, the thing I know about Ohio State is that you the the worst time to play an Ohio State team is when they're mm-hmm. pissed off. And after losing a game like that, they should be pissed off. And that's a dangerous team. They got to come out there, and they're going to show the world what they was was here to you, come. You talk
1: about us getting punched in the mouth. What happens when Utah is saying, "Man, we got to go play Ohio State"? When they get punched in the mouth. Right
2: away in the first quarter. So I'm I'm going to say with, you know, CJ, with the stuff that he's been dealing with, he's definitely going to be slinging that peel. Mm-hmm. Travion, is, Travion has a good day. Travion that just means everybody else is going to And if that, that. if that they, they D-line is that great and, and is that aggressive, I think Ryan Day learned from his mistakes. He's going to throw some screens in there to Travion. He's going to throw some mm-hmm. jail breaks in there. He's going to get that ball out on the perimeter to get this D-line tired. Yep. Then take advantage from that standpoint. So I think with, with Ryan Day learning from his past mistakes, it's going to turn into a blowout.
0: All right, I got Ohio State. Uh, I forty-two twenty-eight was my score. Um, so your forty-one twenty-seven was right there. I, I do think that it's going to be a little bit back and forth early, and I, I really do expect to have uh, to see C.J. Stroud have a huge day mm-hmm. playing at home and an opportunity for him to kind of set the stage for next week. He's year.
1: back on the West Coast in the good weather, so he should feel right at home to go sling that rock.
0: Uh, as, as we say, you know, put in a Bobby Carpenter mm-hmm. uh, nod there. Bob's down in Florida. That's why he's not here this yeah. week. Uh, we appreciate Tybus Powell joining us, Spencer Holbrook, Justin Zwick, for Nicole Cox, and Roosters. This has been Letterman Live. Thanks for watching. See you next week.